0: This episode of The Latest is brought to you by The Latest. Subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Or, if you'd prefer a CD of this week's episode, send $10 and your address to at Greg Ott on Venmo. Please expect six to eight weeks for delivery with no refunds. Enjoy the show. It's Monday, August 10. I'm Greg Ott. This is the latest. Apple rejected Microsoft Project Act Cloud from being available on iOS devices, and everybody is losing their collective mind. Here's what the argument is about.
1: You like all these apps that we have, you buy them from the people that you got the iPhone from,
0: Apple. The DOJ reportedly now has the authority to consider an investigation into Apple, but Steve. Those Coulton, voices are discussing Apple's App Store, the app. place where you download applications and games if your iPhone wasn't out of storage. As complaints continue to mount, about Apple's role as a toll-collecting digital gatekeeper, developers are becoming more vocal with their demands, wanting to exert more say over what happens before a user downloads an app, uses it once, and leaves it in a random folder forever. On Friday, Microsoft announced it was releasing the Xbox Game Pass, a Netflix-style game service where you pay a monthly subscription to stream a catalog of games. Instead of spending $60 on a single game where you murder a bunch of strangers over the internet, you can now pay $15 indefinitely for a variety of games where you can murder a bunch of strangers over the internet. It's coming out on the Xbox system, and it's also going to be available on smartphones. But because of Apple's App Store rules, Microsoft will not be releasing a version for iOS. It's only going to be available on Android, which is another way of saying, is Pepsi okay? This comes on the heels of Apple coming under fire in Congress over its App Store practices, setting seemingly arbitrary rules on what's available in its store. You might remember the dust-up with Basecamp's Hey! email app over a similar issue back in June. Basecamp didn't want to pay Apple a cut of their email subscriptions. But Apple wouldn't even approve of the Hey! app being in the App Store in the first place because of Hey!'s account sign-up process, which didn't even take place in the app. It took place on their own website, which made them go, Hey! Hey! What the fuck? It's also come to light that Apple bends its own rules all the time, kind of like how Billy Joel counts wine as part of his dinner in order to convince himself that he's not an alcoholic. In one example, Apple lowered their App Store cut from Amazon so they could get Prime Video on Apple TV. Because if there's one thing we're all clamoring for, it's more episodes of Bosch. Now <laughs> look, I'm an Apple fan. I use Apple products because I was born with an innate sense of taste. Anytime I see somebody using a Windows PC, I say to them, does your computer have a virus? And they go, no, this is just how it's supposed to look. And I get some of the logic behind Apple's policies here. They care about privacy. They care about security. They want to provide a good user experience. But the App Store doesn't even resemble an Apple Store. It looks more like a Walmart. The night before a hurricane strikes some Gulf state with a bunch of assorted DVD bins and mismatched office supplies and trash all over the place. This argument that they're trying to keep the App Store clean and safe is pretty hard to believe. Especially when the company's services line of business, subscriptions to things like Apple TV and iCloud, is becoming more and more important to their bottom line. This is also the same area that's being targeted for congressional action. And the more that stories like this come out, the more it becomes clear to me that Apple might actually be in some serious trouble. Even this morning, regulators in Russia said that Apple has been found to be acting like a monopoly and abused its market power in Russia. We have no problem hacking your democracy. We have no problem pushing journalists out the window. But 30% of Tetris—that's where we draw the line.
1: Die Kette McDonald's verklagt ihren früheren Vorstandschef Steve Easterbrook, der das Unternehmen nach einem Sexskandal verlassen hatte.
0: In another story, McDonald's restaurant has found itself in the center of a new legal dispute. And no, it's not the custody battle over who gets the grimace in Ronald and Mac tonight's divorce. The dollar menu company has accused former CEO Steve Easterbrook of lying, concealing evidence, fraud, and, worst of all, ordering a cup of water and filling it up with Sprite at the soda fountain. Easterbrook was fired last year for sexting with a subordinate, and has since been alleged to have had other sexual relationships with others at the company. At the time, McDonald's had said that Mr. Easterbrook demonstrated poor judgment, just like our customers. McDonald's wants to recoup the costs of Mr. Easterbrook's $40 million exit package, which included stock options, severance pay, and a hash brown wrapper containing boardwalk for the Monopoly game. Now to me, it seems like this Easterbrook guy has been involved in some pretty shady stuff, and McDonald's is obviously doing the right thing here. But as the New York Times pointed out, this is a pretty clear example of a company trying to position itself as a good corporate citizen who has a greater responsibility to society. Your extra value meal might give you diabetes, but it shouldn't include a dick pic. This is what NYU marketing professor Scott Galloway, Perhaps you've heard of him in his 20,000 podcast appearances, has described as woke as a business strategy, where a company does the right thing that just so happens to coincidentally provide some great PR to let you know that they're a very serious and very good company and we're using the right hashtag, but please keep buying our things. Now, I'm not so cynical. And I actually think it's great that companies are beginning to embark upon a true sense of corporate responsibility. Like when Nike enlisted Colin Kaepernick as its brand ambassador. When Dick Sporting Goods stopped carrying guns in its stores. Or when Patagonia sued the federal government to protect national environmental monuments. It plays very well in our bifurcated society. And a company choosing between a red state and a blue state can turn either one into a green state. Make no mistake, McDonald's suing to get $40 million of its own money back doesn't mean that Mayor McCheese belongs on Mount Rushmore, but highlighting that a company is willing to go over inappropriate behavior at the very top of the company should at the very least send a message that there is zero tolerance for men walking around texting, you want fries with that shake? At the dining room, at the drive-thru, or in the office. And now it's time for the OJ Simpson Twitter update. Hey,
1: Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world.
0: This is me, yours truly. Yours truly. My guest today is a five year old boy named Walker, who's about to begin his first year of school and enter kindergarten. Walker, thanks for joining me. Hi, Greg. On Thursday, OJ expressed concern over the coronavirus spreading between parents and children as schools reopen nationwide.
1: Hey, Twitter world, is me, yours truly. Well, it seems like all the talk is about kids going back to school, and the president says that, you know, the kids uh, uh, seem to be able to handle the vi- virus better uh, than adults, and it's sort of like the flu to them. Well, the flu is contagious, and this virus seemed to be more deadly. I don't know if I agree or disagree with him on how the kids handle the virus, but I do know this. Uh, The teachers and the school bus drivers aren't kids. And what are you going to do when those kids come home from school? What are the parents going to do? Parents uh, have physical contact with their kids. They can't lock them in a room and, you know, feed them under the door of something. And those kids will be coming home, and many of them will be coming home with the infection. And um, um, how do you protect the parents, the aunts, the uncles, the grandparents?
0: I'm just saying take care walker what do you think about what oj had to say i want to start kindergarten but i want to be safe Mm -hmm. and what do you think about oj he's a murderer that's this week's oj simpson twitter update walker thanks for joining me thank you for having me on your program And that's the latest, written, recorded, produced by Greg Ott. OJ Simpson Twitter update, produced by Christy Forsh. And hey, you might notice the show had a slightly different format this week. I would love to know what you think. I'm at underscore Greg Ott on Twitter. Send me a DM or, I don't know, tweet at me if you if you feel so inclined. But, yeah, I'd love to know what you think. Latestpod.com, that's the latest podcast uh, website. Uh, that's this website, latestpod.com. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, any of those weird apps. If you're not subscribed already, see you soon. And by see you soon, I mean hear you soon. And by hear you soon, I mean you'll be hearing me soon. And by hearing me soon, I mean you'll soon be hearing another episode of this podcast. You should go skateboarding.